Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. So this morning, what I hope to communicate uh, through this message is the redemptive power of family and how if that power can flow naturally and healthily through our family roles at home, how much more powerful we can operate as a family identity here in the church. When we have all been the outcast, hurt, or pushed aside, Jesus was the one who took us in when no one else wanted us, and it's our job now to do that in return. But how do we do that? We understand first how powerful redemption through family really is, and then what roles that we play in that. And I would like to preface that any time that I say the word church or family, I mean them as one and the same. Now, I am one, like many, who hears God through movies, and is it? Okay. So my title of this message is Ohana Means Family. So, <laughs> hello, fellow tan. <laughs> so, as you can Thank tell, this was a pretty large inspiration for this message, and Tarzan also was a large part um, of the message. So I'm going to show some parallels. I'll be playing some scenes from both movies and explaining why the scenes and their redemptive power of family correlate. So if we could play that first theme, scene. Wow. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. All of our dogs are adoptable. Except that one. <gasps> what is that thing? A dog, I think. But it was dead this morning. It was dead this morning? Well, we thought it was dead. It was hit by a truck. I like him. Come here, boy. Wouldn't you like a different dog? We have better dogs, dear. Not better than him. He can talk. Say hello. Dogs can't talk, dear. He did. Does it have to be this dog? Yes, he's good. I can tell. I love how hearing you all laugh. It's so cute. So here, Lilo didn't want the better option. She saw the good in Stitch. And so did Jesus when it came to us. (laughs) She brought him home despite what everyone else said about him and his disturbing behaviors. And family is the ultimate place of belonging. Jesus said we belong to him and with him. And this to me is the redemptive, loving power of the gospel, the very thing that we are called to live out daily. And so if we could play that next clip.
So here the second infant Tarzan realized he was safe and Kala had him in her arms. Sabor, our prowling enemy, shows up to destroy what was just saved and rescued. Kala decided right then and there that Tarzan was now family, put herself in danger to protect the one thing she barely knew but knew it was worth saving. Kala is what the church and family should look like because it's what Jesus did first, loving deeply and protecting what doesn't look like you. What you know can't defend itself, but willingly putting yourself in its place, not because you benefit from it, but because we are called to listen to the one who put himself in our place solely because he desired to. Jesus heard our cry from far off when others ignored or didn't have the ears to hear. He wasn't satisfied by laws. He wanted us closer, like a family. The parallel here is two different creatures' worlds colliding. Stitch, being weird, very powerful, but out of control collides with Lilo, who relates as an outcast but understands better what love and kindness look like despite outward appearance. Tarzan, defenseless, fragile, new to the world, collides with a very large, powerful creature that takes him in as its own. Regardless of who they are or where they came from, each story has one willing candidate to love and teach the new one. If we could play that next scene, please. You know, he's not so bad once you get used to him. Kyle's gonna be its mother now. Good Jack. I saved him from Sabor. Carla, it won't replace the one we lost. I know that. But he needs me. Uh, but it it Carla, look at it. It's not our kind. No, you have to take it back. Take him back? But he'll die. If the jungle wants him, then... I want him. Gala, I cannot let you put our family in danger. Does he look dangerous to you? <laughs> then you may keep him. Kerchak, I know he'll be a good son. I said he could stay. That doesn't make him my son. So here, Kerchak is religion, insisting what doesn't look like what he thinks it should is unacceptable. Kerchak was so hurt by losing his own son that he refused to even accept what didn't look comfortable or familiar enough as his own family. Kerchak was ashamed he couldn't protect his own son, so why hurt himself more by opening himself up to hurting again? But did you hear Kala? She wanted him. She knew that Tarzan needed to be loved into who he could become. Tarzan isn't dangerous because he looks different, but needed a family to help him live. 
can go ahead and play that next video. Ohana means family. Family means nobody, nobody gets, gets left, left behind or or forgotten. So now this scene was uh, what the Lord highlighted to me, inspiring this whole message. And Lilo here is the perfect example of Christ. The second the church is ready to throw someone out that they don't understand or know how to handle, he steps in. In the perfectly stated words of six-year-old Lilo, he was an orphan, and we adopted him. What about Ohana? Dad said, Ohana means family, and family means no one gets left behind. I want us to look like Lilo here. Let's let our manner of life, our voices, be worthy of the gospel, defending those who others want to throw out, the ones who are too hard or uncomfortable. How many times have you been the too hard? And someone took the time to understand you and grow you. So let's strive to live this way, that when others hear of us, they will know who Christ is when they see such an undeniable unity. If you could put the verse up, Philippians 1, 27 through 28. Let only your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation and that from God. And you can play the next scene, please. Because you're covered with mud, that's why. No, Kurtzak said I didn't belong Close in the... Kurtzak said I don't belong in the family. Never mind what Kurtzak said. <laughs> Hold still. Look, look at me. I am Tarzan. And do you know what I see? I see two eyes, like mine, and a nose somewhere. Ah, here. Two ears. <laughs> and let's see, what else? Two hands? That's right. <laughs> Close your eyes. Now forget what you see. What do you feel? My heart. Come here. <laughs> Your heart. See? We're exactly the same. I love that one. <laughs> In the poetic lyrics of Phil Collins, two worlds, one family. We are not of, of this world, and it's our job to love each other as our own. We will never look like what religion wants us to look like, 
but he came as flesh, looked like us, showing us that we are made in his image. We don't have to look like religion, but that we have his heartbeat. When people try to remind you or him that you were unclean, he defends you as a good father does because he's just that good and he wants to be your father, the one to have given you life in the first place. And put up that next scripture for me, Galatians 4, 6 through 7. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our heart, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if his son, then heir through God. That's powerful, oh my God. <laughs> if you could play that next scene, please. <laughs> Oh, Hannah. Huh? Hey, get away from her. No! What did you say? Oh, Hannah means family. Family means nobody, nobody gets left behind. Or forgotten. Yeah. Hey, Jumper the Gabbling! What? After all you put me through, you expect me to help you just like that? Yes, like! Fine. Fine? You're doing what he says. Uh, he's very persuasive. Persuasive? What exactly are we doing? Rescue. We're gonna get Leela? So here we have a bit of a full circle moment. The very thing that once rejected Stitch now requires his willing help to find the very thing she's lost. Lilo taught Stitch how to love, and he's now humbled himself to love the one person that wanted to throw him out. This is what loving like a family does to people. It teaches you humility and sacrificial love. If you play that next scene, please.
get me. <laughs> when we learn to be the best, ver the best version of what Jesus created us to be, we then defend what once hurt and rejected us out of love and compassion. And from that place, our victory is now theirs as well. And we lay down and still serve those who think themselves higher than us. If you put that next scripture for me, Colossians 3, 12 through 16. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts. This is how I wanted to express family and is how it is redeeming. It's treating people like who they are called to be before they look like it. Family is treating people like who they are called to be before they look like it. Loving people like we've been loved by the Father. I can assume a lot of us have been hurt by the church. We've each been told or forced to look or act a certain way or risk being rejected. God wants the church to redeem, to be the example of what his son came to show and from this place that we have been redeemed, express what he's done for us. It's time to rise up and be that family as healthy as possible. So how do we practice these things? It starts at home, between man and wife and parents and children. So I wanna talk roles. Fathers, men, you're the leaders. You as a man pursue a woman, love her, marry her, start a family, that wonderful, beautiful thing. Mothers, women, you are the helper, a term I'm sure most of you have been taught in a hurtful context, the quiet, unvalued human just put here to cook, clean, and make babies. Well, that's not at all what the Lord says that you are. You are carriers of life, wisdom, and discernment. And from these places, I want to illuminate more on what these roles could look like in a healthy family dynamic. Men. Boaz was the family redeemer for Ruth's family name. In modern times, we as Christians have created this culture of women, find your Boaz, men, be the Boaz they're looking for. Well, Boaz isn't just a man to fall in love with. He's the family redeemer. His role doesn't stop after getting the girl. You love a woman the way Jesus loves the church. You would put that next scripture up for me, Ephesians 5, 25 through 26. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. And jump to verse 28. In that same way, husbands should love their wives in the, as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. Now, I believe both roles as mother and father have their difficulties. But fathers, yours, I believe 
success is dependent upon. Your job is to lead in spirit and in truth. Galatians 6, 7, if you could put that up for me. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows that he will also reap. You are the overseer of your children's souls. You've been entrusted with their hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. You put the scripture, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. So I ask you, what are you sowing? Now, leadership is a broad word, and there can be lots of definitions for broad words like this. Well, I think Ezra in the Bible puts it the best. Ezra was a priest, and he led the Israelites back from exile. And in chapter 10, we find him weeping and repenting in the temple. All the people see him. The Levites and other priests then followed his lead and consecrated themselves and started to repent on Israel's behalf. Ezra, as a leader, wept and repented publicly in the temple, on the altar. After the Levites and other priests saw him and began to copy him, he then went away alone and continued to pray and fast. That is leadership. Humble yourself publicly to lead your people, your family. Once they learn to do it on their own, continue. Do not stop interceding on their behalf now in private where only God can see you. Now women and mothers, I wanna first share this verse. You can put that up for me, Ephesians 5, 22 through 23. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and himself its savior. This is another scripture I know and has been thrown around in churches and caused a lot of hurt in the wrong context. But, women, you are the helper. But you know who also is the helper? The Holy Spirit. You know who is also referred to as a woman? Wisdom. You know who gives us wisdom? The Holy Spirit. Women, you are the powerhouses of wisdom who helps push her husband and leads as he leads you. You are like the bumpers while he is the bowling ball. He leans on you just as much as you lean on him. And together you will raise up little Christ-like ones. And it is then together man and wife can walk in such a way as this. There is trust and success in the home and within your children. So you see, God has been setting up the perfect family design all along. God the Father, Holy Spirit the Helper, and Jesus the Son. The Holy Trinity has been the example of family for eternity. My next scripture, Genesis 1, verse 26, let's make them in our image. He wanted a family all this time. Family living is the living gospel. So if we as Christians are little Christ-like ones, then let's be a family at home and in the church. Let's live in a posture of servanthood, not in what we do, but in how we love. You can put my next scripture up, please. 2 Corinthians 3, verses 1 through 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, and some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter of recommendation, written on our hearts to be known and read by all. 
And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Let's let our family lives be the letter of recommendation for Christianity. So many Christians get the bad rap for being unloving or impatient. Well, what's being sown at home? Let's revolutionize the Christian home. Fathers in the room, I spur you on to be father, the leader, the power of redemption. To the mothers, women, be the helper, discernment, wisdom. To each of us, as we may rise as spiritual mothers and fathers to find and lead sons and daughters in this family. Raise up your sons and daughters to be little Christ-like ones. Be the family God intended us to be and let it flow outside of the home for all to see and know. You can put my next scripture up, Colossians 4, verses 5 through 6. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of your time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. If you could play that last scene for me. This is my family. I found it all on my own. It's little and broken, but still good. Yeah, still good. So to close here. When the one who redeems the old and the new can come together, it creates a group and family identity that, yes, may be little, broken at times, but it's family again. This is who we are, a family. When the world questions who we are, we will know who we are. Although we're not perfect, we are still confident in who the Father first said that we are. And as a result, we will live it out. So this morning, I charge you to ask the Lord, men, Lord, show me how to walk in my role as the power of redemption. Women, ask the Lord, how do I walk? Show me how to walk in my role in wisdom. To all of us here in the room, Lord, show me how to walk in my role as a follower under loving but imperfect leadership. I'd like to welcome the prayer team up, and I just want to close, I just want to bless you all and just pray over all of you that we can walk in a family identity. Again, not that we, are, we walk as servants, not in what you do, because it was never about your works, but it is in how deeply and how well that you love. So Lord, I lift up this room of souls to you right now. Lord, I thank you for healing hearts who have been broken by broken parents and broken leadership in churches, whether biological, spiritual, or representative fathers and mothers, Lord, that every wound will be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org.